Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church. I want to welcome you in here uh, as we are continuing through the book of First John with Jenny Kidd from here at our Salem uh, campus. I don't know if you noticed this or not, but we alternate uh, through our guests from the campus that they uh, attend. They are a part of here so that one of the things that um, it's kind of like a uh, tertiary thing, a tertiary objective is just for our people people to get to know one another, uh, to get to see and be encouraged. Um, Jenny, I didn't even tell you this, but uh, I've been here at Salem Campus before where someone's coming up to me and been like, man, I really enjoyed having so-and-so on the podcast. I'm like, oh, really? Like, did you know they're right there? And like point at them and they're like, that's them. And it was almost like celebrity. Like, they're like, that's them. I was like, yeah, that's them. And they're like, I was like, well, let's just go talk to them and encourage them with what the Spirit did through them to you. And uh, it's just beautiful to watch the body get to know one another in this way. Um, so before we open up here in First John chapter 2, if you could go on an all-paid vacation to anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Well, I, if I could go anywhere and had no limitations, I would go to the Holy Land. But that's not a possibility because of some things. But I did get to go to a wonderful—I had a wonderful trip after I retired from— uh, teaching and I had loved the sound of music and since a child and I always wanted to go see the Alps I thought they would be gorgeous and it ended up a friend of mine that we taught together said I'll go with you and she lined it all up and we went to five countries around all around the Alps and it was magnificent my life was just unbelievable to see all that beauty and all Mm. the beauty and all the cultures and it was awesome yeah, I would love to see the Alps and to the beauty. Have you ever watched the the show called? Um, oh man, my mind just went blank. Um, they journey, they race around the world. Amazing race. No, I've never seen. Never it. seen it. So mm-hmm. it's like a it's the race around the world, and mm-hmm. so it starts off with ten couples or ten group to ten, ten groups of two people, uh, and they literally race around the world. Uh, but the Swiss Alps has been a obviously a very common place to go because of the beauty, but also the multicultural things that they can see there. But that's awesome. All right, as we open up here in our scriptures to First John chapter two, as you read this chapter, uh, what was the verse that the Holy Spirit illuminated that you highlighted and wrote down? I picked three verses, uh, starting with ch- verse four. Whoever says I know him but does not keep his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word in him, truly the love of God is perfected. By this we may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. There's a lot here. So can you unpack this and explain uh, what John's getting at here in this text? Yeah, John's really hammering these people because what he's doing is the in, in the first chapter he was introducing, uh, opening your mind, opening your heart to Jesus and, and saying, you know, you have sinned and to realize that you need him. Now, those who have already done that, he's taking it the next step. And mm-hmm. he's saying, if you say, I know Jesus, but then you're not showing it in your life, then you're lying. Mm-hmm. And it's a hypocrite, just like we see all the time. There are a lot of people, unfortunately, that do this. They pick a little bit of Jesus, but then they say, that's enough. And then mm-hmm. they go on. And then they carry the name of Christian, but they don't show that they're truly following Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the at the end where it says, uh, he, um, whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. There was a, um, a saying that 
they would give to young rabbis in training, mm-hmm. uh, and it was that the dust from your rabbi's sandals are, are, are all over you. Don't, have you heard? You're shaking your head I, like yeah. you've heard that before. I have. There's a whole there's a whole Bible study called the dust of the rabbi. Really? Yes, it's oh, awesome. I'll have to look that up and so you've read it, been a part of it before. Oh, I taught it. Oh, it, okay. <laughs> it's, here, it's here at our church. You can actually get it oh, in the resources. Cool. cool. That's awesome. That's incredible. So if you're interested in that, uh, I'll see if we can put a link to that in our in our show notes below. It's called the what the dust. The dust of the rabbi. Dust of the rabbi. Cool. And if uh, if you're, yeah, I'll see if we can put a link to it um, for like through Amazon or something. But if you're a life group leader, you're interested, part of a life group, and want your life group to look into that, going to that, you can. Uh, well, it's actually in our library in the office, so they can actually go get it go out get of the it. library and use it. Yes, yes. ma'am. I think uh, Barbara Connor or maybe I think Andrew. Barbara's got it. Yeah, they'd be one of those. Um, can reach out to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Awesome. Well, got, got a little sidetrack there, <laughs> but I love it. Um, all right, and then in it, the text also says in the, the preceding verse, uh, in verse 5, that, but whoever keeps his word in him, truly the love of God is perfected. What does it mean? Like, like all right, I understand God loves me, but now God's love is being perfected in me. What does that mean? How, walk us through that a little bit. Well, it's kind of building on what we said yesterday, that, the, you know, when we open our, our uh, hearts to God, and we try to keep the words that we're reading, the words that we hear from him, and, and we keep it in our heart, then the love of God is going to be sh- showing through us. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't show God's love perfectly without the Holy Spirit. And we can't show God's love in the way he wants us to until we accept his love. Mm. Because we can love in a human fashion, but only God's love can be uh, brought through us when we accept his love and realize how great the love is the Father has lavished mm-hmm. on us. When we know that and we feel that love, then it just comes out of us. Mm-hmm. And that's not our love. It's it's God's love through us. And that's perfect love. We yeah. cannot do it but only God. Yeah, that's good. So as you walk through the highlight explained, now the apply section, what are some points of application for believers and followers of Jesus from this text today? Okay, Jesus didn't form a world, worldly kingdom. Mm. He gave us a heavenly kingdom. That's right. And if I'm his child, I'm a child of the king. And I should follow his laws just not out of duty but out of love. Mm. If you you know, when you've got a dad that you love, you don't want to disappoint him. Mm. You want to be just like him. And so you want to follow along and see how he does things and and imitate him because you love him. Mm -hmm. And that's the same way we need to do with the Lord. If we love Jesus and we love God for his plan of salvation, then our act of love is to follow them faithfully and do it voluntarily Mm -hmm. and do it out of love, not of duty. And the other thing is... um, he gives us a measuring stick, which is really cool in this uh, chapter, for false teachers because that's mm. one of the things they were having to deal with. And that is compare your words, to compare the false teacher's words to Jesus' teachings. Mm. And if they don't measure up, then get away from them. Mm-hmm. And in our world, we've got a lot of those false teachers. But the Bible tells us clearly, you stack up everything with what Jesus said, and if it doesn't match then he, you stay away from that person. Mm, that's good. One of the things that you talked about, like when it comes to uh, the fatherhood aspect and wanting to be just like your father, mm-hmm. uh, I heard this growing up, not from my father per se, but I heard it growing up um, uh, of advice to tell people, I guess you would say, and want you to process it through, well, what does God say to do? So the thing I would hear growing up would be this, like, do as I say and not as I do. 
Heard what that is, many times. So you heard that <laughs> growing up? There was, I didn't hear it from my father, mm-hmm. but I was a youth minister. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of parents come to me with their rebellious child mm-hmm. in my office and say, fix him. Mm-hmm. And when I questioned them, or I already knew, I'd say, well, wait a minute. You want him to have a relationship with Jesus, but how many times do you come to church? Mm-hmm. How many times do you read the Bible? How much do you put Jesus first? How can you expect your child to learn how to follow Jesus if you're not doing it. Mm. And they didn't always like me. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't do it mean, but Mm -hmm. I did it in a way. I said, you know, I'm only bringing this up because you want to help your child. Mm -hmm. And this is the best way. Mm -hmm. I can't be the model to your child. You can be. Mm -hmm. Only you can. And God gave you that mission. Mm -hmm. So let's pray about it and see how you can do better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the best witness is a model. Mm -hmm. But, the other part of it is we have to state who we are so they know what we're modeling. Mm. So we have to proclaim Jesus, but then we have to follow him. And the other thing is when we don't, we have to admit it. I've, I apologize to my kids many times when I didn't follow Jesus or did something that I knew later was wrong mm. because I wanted to tell them I'm not perfect. I try, but I'm certainly not going to do everything right, but I'm going to admit it mm-hmm. and ask your forgiveness in God's. Yeah, which is from yesterday's text, mm-hmm. we must admit that we have sin in our life. That's good. What was your personal response as the Holy Spirit called you here in this text? You know, if I were talking to Jesus, I'd say, Jesus, it's so easy to take my eyes off you in this world of so much corruption and selfishness. Help me to see through these false teachings of the world and keep me focused on you so I can walk with you through this journey called life. Help me not to just say I'm a Christian, but to be a Christian every day and shine the light of your love on everyone I meet. Hmm. Thank you for joining us here today on the Jesus Everyday Podcast.